Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Body of Isaac podcast that has somehow lasted 200 episodes. Do, 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 everything to Guppy milestones. Jesus. My name is Gary Butterfield and with me as always is a man I'm always in agreed mode with, Will Hughes. <laughs> Hi, Gary. I just pulled that from the green room, from the, yep. the, 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 green, the green, green mode uh, to add to the regular episode because we're doing something special for episode 200. Gary, let's take a moment and reflect on the fact that we have made it to 200 episodes. It's pretty crazy. That's 50 weeks number. of this show. 50 weeks. It's a lot. WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks. They said it couldn't be done. And we did they, it anyway. Yeah, they were wrong, but not but necessarily not, wrong. Not morally, yeah. Like, yeah. not sensibly. <laughs> they just, uh, <laughs> you know. They, they, they just should have sh- said shouldn't. Yeah, if they said it wouldn't happen. Wrong. Actually, shouldn't incorrect. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for people, for us, people who've been with us this whole time, we thank you. For people who've been with us since episode 100, you may remember uh, the the marathon of episodes we did on pills. Yeah, we're not doing that this time. No, no, no. no. We decided for episode 200, we're going to talk about greed mode. Yeah, like the one like special mode in the Binding of Isaac. Uh, and, and to my mind, so we t- we've been talking. The theme of this week has been controversy. When Afterbirth came out, and, and, and weird racism against Italians, and like they're pretty white though. I don't. I think. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, regionalism. Thank you. Um, when Afterbirth and Afterbirth Plus came out, there were some. There's some pushback a little bit, specifically about Plus, but even a little bit on Afterbirth. And I think Greed Mode is a hugely significant addition to this game that has increased my joy with it a lot. Oh, absolutely. To the point where I'm mad that there wasn't a equivalent in Afterbirth Plus. Me too. Like, this this showing up in Afterbirth, and I wanted that big of an advance. You, you can listen to, we've done, um, whatever that special, oh, for the Duck Bundle. We did our yep. pitches for other sins, which is very fun. You should check those out at duckfeed.tv slash store. Um, but we both love green mode. I, I really do love it, Gary. It It is a different, like, I won't play it every day, but mm-hmm. it is a legitimately different way to look at this game yep um so for people who don't know uh what greed mode does is it kind of emulates a run in the abstract in a real weird way yeah Um, it kind of like breaks it down to its most basic components yes um you uh you start out uh in a room with a button and you have no money and you there is a one treasure room that's unlocked one that's locked uh, one spike room, and then a big store with restock always active. Yep. So just like regular human life. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's like when, when you get to, and you meet Al Brooks in heaven, this is where he's sitting. Who? Al Brooks. Who's that? Uh, the guy from uh, Defend Your Life or whatever. Oh, Maybe. Albert Brooks. Yeah. I've yeah, never I, heard. I, I... He really messed me up by shortening <laughs> the first name. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, Al Brooks played uh, Scorp. On uh, The Simpsons? <laughs> yeah. Oh, are we going into our Farscape corner again? Stop talking about <laughs> Scorps, dude. <laughs> Gary, that was from before the show. But if anyone wants to talk with me about Farscape, my Twitter handle is at PlumberDuck. And if anyone wants to talk to me about Fartscape, my Twitter handle is at, at JG Greer. <laughs> um, so you you, have, you start out with that, and you can you can't buy anything at first. You get your one item. Um, you can do you get you start with a you know your regular starting items. You might be able to actually. Here's a little greed mode secret. Let me stop stop my cat from playing with this mint container real quick. Okay. Will vamp. 
Okay, so uh, in Farscape, John Crichton is an astronaut uh, who is shot into space, but then gets sucked into a wormhole. There, he's picked up by the crew of Moya, escape prisoners. Oh, I'm, I'm uh, back, Will. Um, all right, to be continued, listeners. Pocket was playing with my jacket that had this mint thing in it. Uh-huh. In, when I took off my headphones, I turned back. The jacket was on the floor, and Pocket wasn't there, and it looked like he had done a magic trick where he made himself disappear. The prestige. <laughs> like, he looked like he prestige, and the only clue where he went was one of his, like, toys was, like, kind of waving in the wind that he had run past. Okay. And it was very surreal. Like, it really looked like he had, they had done, like, a, the disappearing pig trick from my favorite movie. Um, anywho, uh, so you, you have the things you can do. You kind of do a little bit of stuff to get some money. You know, there will still be uh, beggars sometimes or slot machines or stuff. But the, the basic way you play is you click the button in the middle of the room and you start facing waves of enemies. Uh-huh, on a timer. Yes. Um, and it's, uh, I think it's six seconds and it's one second for each additional wave. Um, and it gets more punishing the further down you go. Yeah. Yep. Um, and these enemies will just stack. If you don't deal with all the enemies, um, they will just continue upon themselves. And every wave you clear, um, you get two to three coins. Yeah. Uh, the enemies are always pulled from their floor for the most part. Yep. And these are combined floors. So in the main game, you do two floors of the basement here. You just do one basement. Um, and you can, there's a button in the middle, it gets spikes, so you can press it, but it's not willy-nilly, it hurts you, mm-hmm. and the next wave that starts off, you'll get one less coin. So you're, yep. you're incentivized to tough it out and deal with all of the waves in one go. Uh, you get those coins, those coins spawn in the middle of the floor, and then you take that money and you go to the shop and you craft a run. Yeah, uh, the shop in the in greed mode is specifically designed to have a much wider pool than the mm-hmm. regular shop items. Uh, pulls mostly from uh, treasure rooms, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, other things will show up there, you know, uh, just fine. And the two treasure rooms you have, so you'll buy a key, you'll get your other treasure room. One is a treasure room item, one is a boss room item. Yeah. Um, and you just, throughout the game, you craft a run. Um, you have a lot of control because instead of just like getting the items that are available on that floor, you have a shop. Um, a lot of times they'll have a reroll machine. You might have reroll capability. Um, the shop restocks. So if you buy a thing, um, another item will go in its place. So you get a bunch of different options. Um, it's really killer. It's just very fun. Yeah. The Uh, game drops like that two to three per wave means you're going to get what? 30 money per floor, which is two items and then some. Yep, it's about that much, um, and that's we we talked about the main um, kind of thing you do. You fight the enemies. Um, you also do a boss wave, uh, yeah, where you get uh, some more coins, where you fight two bosses. Yep. And then there's a deal with the devil wave, which is optional at the end. Gives and you that, no money, but if you complete it, you get to go to either your devil or angel room. Yep. Um, and those have slightly different pools as well, actually. Really? Um, yeah, I think I so. Didn't know that. I believe so. I don't actually, there's no wiki backup for this. Sure. Um, just in my experience, I feel like I get slightly different things from that. Like there, like sometimes there's two runes on the ground and there isn't, I've never run into just two runes on the ground in an actual deal with the devil room. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, in case it wasn't clear, this is extremely prone to breakage. Yes. This is the, the, mo- the most times I've broke, I've broken the game mostly through this. Yeah, because uh, there are all sorts of items in the pool you can get that are built to give you, like, infinite money. Yep. Um, you know, so if you get, like, blank card, two of diamonds, or blank card, a uh, Yura, or something like that, 
Or even if you're not breaking, you can just, if you're smart about the game and you know what you're doing and you have a little bit of luck, you can just make a really insanely powerful run as well. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's not broken, you can make a very powerful run. Like getting two um, steam sales yeah. with this is just means you can have any item you want. And uh, these runs tend to be shorter than regular runs because you're not uh, traversing, you're not backtracking through the map. So it doesn't feel like, you know, sometimes like I will always do a, a double steam, steam sale run and have a really crazy run. Mm-hmm. But here it's like kind of perfect. I never have hesitation because I don't care if there's challenge because like one, the end boss of this is actually good and more challenging than a lot of the end bosses of the main game. Mm-hmm. But two, um, I just, uh, who cares? It'll be over in 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. You know? The, the whole idea of this mode is to kind of condense the game down. Yes. Um, and it's very successful in that. Like this has been lately this week, I've been getting to bed pretty late and th- I've been, playing greed mode to refresh my memory for the show mm-hmm. and i have been doing a greed you know and it's fit in very well on my before bed slot yeah i've uh, i've done absolutely no prep for this episode and i feel like it's coming through in my performance no not at all my friend oh thank you're doing you, great Barry. thank you yeah but the listener will be the real one to decide that 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 is always true um so you go through all those floors we mentioned listeners if you don't like what i'm doing in this episode deduct 50 cents from your next patreon pledge um at punish me patreon.com slash don't give up skeleton yep <laughs> um don't do that actually please don't take money from jeremy based on this joke <laughs> like, I just, please um sincerely do not do that um so you go through all the floors um and you get through uh you get to the womb um very pointedly you don't take double damage which is a, a real blessing yeah um you get to sheol and then instead of going to um you know the the chest or anything you go to the shop yeah, which is a uh, takes away your treasure room, mm-hmm. uh, and is one more floor full of very hard shopkeeper themed enemies. Yep, it throws a lot of them at you. Yep, the final wave of that is very annoying. Mm-hmm. Where it's two of those. It's not polycephalus. It's the thing polycephalus, the posthumous form of that. Yeah, I feel like uh, in Afterbirth Plus that that's not always what you get uh, yeah. for that last wave, but it is very common. There's uh, a fun the... joke one where you just get a bunch of the hanging shopkeepers, you know. Mm-hmm. And that, that's really great because you blow those up, you have a good chance of uh, getting money. Because um, your last chance to shop, and the whole game, we didn't talk about this because you and I are kind of both past this. But when you get to the end boss, and we'll talk about that in a second, there's a donation machine that's a unique donation machine, the greed machine. And you have to do this balance when you're first playing it between spending your money to get powerful enough to beat the boss and saving your money to donate. Yeah, uh, and that greed machine unlocks some incredibly powerful things. Yes, yeah. In fact, the unlocks from this are generally really good. Yeah. Um, uh, not necessarily the character unlocks. Those are more, like, situational. Yeah. Uh, but the unlocks from the machine itself are things you are going to legitimately want. Yep. Such as, uh, for just one coin, right away you get lucky pennies. Which can really change uh, how a lot of items in this game work. We talked yep. about that uh last week or maybe the week before i think about how there are certain items in this game that are luck based that are far easier to get the most benefit from Mm -hmm. once there are just coins that can give you luck ups yep and that just makes a big big difference um you can get your starting characters to hold things to kind of Mm -hmm. make them the complete versions of themselves so eve starting with the razor blade kane starting with the paperclip um that's really great and most Uh, especially yes uh, lost holds the holy mantle Yep, at 879, which is pretty significant, but it makes the loft fun. Yeah. So you get this whole whole character that is now fun that was not fun before. Yeah, um, like, we're adding so much fun to your life right now, friends. And, and I will go as far as to say, I think some of the actual unlo- regular unlocks are pretty good. 
Yeah, um, I know. I know. I was kind of yeah. talking talking in like, very generals. Like Lusty Blood is really good, which mm-hmm. you get from Samson. Um, I like the sensor a lot. I almost never get it, but it, I think it's really powerful. Yeah, and we should be clear. Uh, so every character in the game has an unlock for beating this in regular greed mode. Yeah. And then there is a harder version of greed mode called greedier. Yes. Um, uh, and everybody also has an unlock, unlock for that. Spoiler, or, or rather, uh, pro tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you think you have 100% completion and for some reason it's not triggering, it's because you beat uh, ultra greedier with uh, a character, but not regular greed mode. Yeah. Because that yep, does it, not show up on your post-it note in any way, shape, or form. Thanks. Or you're welcome. I've just saved you an hour of angry Google. <laughs> yep. And that that's phenomenal. I, I think uh, I do not like greedier mode very much. When I'm playing it for fun, I don't play greedier mode. Yeah, I like the boss, but I find the game itself too punishing. I like the boss too. And I like some of the items. Um, you can get some really great items from being that. You get Eye of Blyle, which I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, a fun one. That's a really fun item. Um, I love Dad's Lost Coin. Um, and I love the Black Rune. Um, yeah, the Black Rune's really neat. It's really yeah. strange. Yeah, it's a really great consumable. We'll get to that in episode 300 where we do runes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that you get really good stuff for it. So it's worth your time. It's very fun. I think and mm-hmm. just really well designed like it is just a really really great little loop and a really yeah. au- creative way to to fuck around with this toy box yeah it takes away the chaff from the game and i mm-hmm. like the chaff of this game but still sometimes you, having it optional like there are very few things in video games in general that i don't want to have be optional mm-hmm. you know like um one of the things like I even mean, this is a total you know a tangent or something like that but like securo changing their upgrade system to make it so they can uh, craft encounters because they'll know what your abilities are mm-hmm. you know because it's it's not multiplayer and the the interview stuff they say like they're like oh you know most people were summoning and it's like that's not a bad thing though like yes they weren't getting the version of this that you wanted but like let them control their difficulty yeah you know like like the game is here to be something to enjoy yeah let me enjoy it how i want i own it yeah. i bought it you know uh, like uh yeah, uh, if you uh, put a thousand coins in the green machine, nothing happens. Yep, you don't unlock the worst character in the game. Nope, uh, and you can move on with your life and not try to first unlock shit with him and then never ever find one of the items he drops. Yep, you just don't have to do it. Yep, you're free. No. Yep, you're free once you've done that. Um, even though I will say once you put it the thousand coin, it is very funny that you get tons of money you can't do anything with. That is very clever. It's yeah. very cute. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the boss. Yeah, uh, we're doing the boss with this and not as a separate. Yes, you just said we were. I'm listening. Yeah, I, I'm paying attention. I think I think it makes the most sense to do it now, just because. Yeah, we're so we we can put we can have all of the greed mode stuff in one thing. Yeah, quarantine. Yeah, quarantine him. Yeah. Okay, so the boss of the regular version of this is our buddy Ultra Greed. Mm-hmm. Ultra Greed is a giant version of the shopkeepers. He has his his noose around his neck. Uh, he has coins for eyes. Uh, he looks kind of like the Hulk. Hulk is a good actual, uh, touch, touch point for that. He's got, in the words of the wiki, a finely crafted butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he does, he does have a, have a cute little booty. Um, and he is a really creative, uh, boss fight as far as, like, it feels like he plays in, like, kind of play spaces the bosses generally don't. Yeah, um, I would, I would, like, he's, uh, like, he's a real weird mixture of, like, he's very aggro. Um, and he shoots kind of spread shots at you, which is pretty standard for this game. And he spins around and shoots them randomly, which is pretty standard for this game. But he has this thing where he, uh, his defense goes up, he covers his face, and he makes coins rain from the ceiling. 
that do kind of creative things. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I really like these. Yep. Uh, sometimes they're bombs. So they, and you can destroy them. They're enemies, essentially. Um, sometimes they're bombs, uh, and they'll blow up. Sometimes they are hearts, and they'll heal him. Uh, sometimes they're just obstacles. And the most interesting one is they're keys, and any of them you don't destroy will go unlock doors on the sides of the uh, the arena and flood in with these very weak, but just many, many of these little shopkeepers. Yep. Come uh, and if you are doing a run uh, that relies on killing enemies to heal yourself in some way, either because you're using, like, Maw of the Void to produce black hearts, mm-hmm. or you're using uh, Charm of the Vampire, mm-hmm. you obviously, you want as many of those little guys to spawn as you can. Yep. Yeah, uh, which adds like a fun little extra consideration to this fight. Yeah, um, really good fight. He does have super armor, but I think because the fact that he's not as like frustrating to fight. Yeah, as as Hush or Delirium, like he moves around more. You can move around more. Like it feels like you can no hit this guy, and you can. Like you know, you have to. Yeah, yeah. Or something, and it, and it's because he's not cheap. Like it doesn't feel like there's mandatory damage in it. Like it's a very well designed boss fight by the standards of this game. Yeah, you are. This fight is going to take you a while, but he is learnable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not easy, uh, but it is a fight you can uh, kind of learn all the rules of. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, and when you do greedier mode, there is a tougher version of him. Sure. That well, first up. you fight just the straight up regular version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he explodes into this this super hard version. Which it took me a while to come around on this guy, but it was I realized it was the same basic arc I went through with greed, where I was like, yeah. "This is unfair and impossible." And then I realized, like, no, actually, I just need to know how to move when he does the dive bomb attack or the and stay away from the line, the laser lines of those doors. Yep, yep. And if if you watch your sides and you just like when he's jumped into the air, you know to move perpendicularly from his path, um, you can be okay. Yeah, uh, we were talking uh, maybe a tad bit of shit about the character keeper earlier mm-hmm. uh, keeper is actually a really interesting fight here because when like the shopkeepers or like greed uh, when you get hit by this guy, you drop coins, mm-hmm. uh, which means as long as you have coins, keeper always has healing on the floor. Yep. And, and, but this guy will also take healing on the floor. Yep. Cause he's a keeper as well. He will pick those up. So uh, it becomes this kind of, it's like essentially like you have the swallowed penny um for this fight but either of you can use it yeah it's uh it's it's interesting it actually makes this quite a bit this is like one of the few bosses that is legitimately easier with uh keeper than it is with the lost Mm -hmm. yep um and and you know it's not it's not perfect like for those super challenging characters like you just need to keep playing until you have a very strong run you know yeah Um, uh ultra uh ultra greedier puts a lot of shit out it can be hard to avoid Every hit. Mm-hmm. Which is fine if you're playing as Isaac and a real pain in the ass if you're playing as the Lost. Yeah. I believe when I beat the lo- beat this guy with the Lost, I managed to get through the first phase without taking hits, and then I chaos carded him. Yeah. Nothing nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, you do get it, like we mentioned it, we'll talk about this, but you get that uh, that doll, d- Dad's Lost Coin item when you beat Ultra Greeter with that, which is a very interesting... Oh, no, that's not the interesting one. That's the garbage one. I was thinking of the Omega Penny. Um, so yeah, so fuck you if you do this, I guess. You, you beat it with yeah. a hard character, you don't get anything good. Um, yeah. yeah, fuck y'all. Oh, you yeah. can get duality with this? Duality's really cool? Duality's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a good mixture of, uh, items to get. You can get my shadow and then never remember which one it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my shadow's really bad, but Judas's shadow is good. 
if you're not going for unlocks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you get a cool. This stuff. is how you unlock uh, Lilith. Yeah, yeah, we didn't talk about that. And Lilith is really fun in this, um, actually, because anything you can use, it's it's similar to a boss rush. Like, you're on the uh-huh. same screen during these things. So Lilith, you can uh, – if I had Lilith once with, like, Sack of Sacks. Yeah, so boy. I was dropping batteries constantly. And you can get a conga line that you could encircle the entire floor very easily. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Because yeah. Lilith uh, comes with an item that allows her to duplicate a uh, familiar she is holding. Mm-hmm. And which stays in effect as long as she's in the room. Yep. And if you want to want to unlock that for other people, this is how you do it. Yeah. So, really cool, like really awesome mode. I know this was we were really on topic during this episode, which we don't usually do. Yeah, this think... reminds me actually of a time when I was uh, really on topic in Rome, Italy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And were you, I was. At... Well, oh, were you ahead, on Gary. tonic? Uh, no, Gary, because I was drinking Coca Cola, not a tonic. Oh, okay. I mean, do you consider Coca Cola a tonic? Yeah. Really. Yeah. Do you feel like it restores 10 MP in Chrono Trigger? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, if you get the right mod hacks, like I do, you know, ROM hacks. Like, I do ROM hack. I try to, like, take all my old favorite 16-bit games, and I find ROM hacks that, like, just change things around. Get that 17th bit in there? Yeah, I get get the 17th bit, and the 17th bit is that, uh, you know, instead of Chrono, it's Beavis. (gasps) And uh, instead of the the Cave Woman, it's uh, Sailor Moon, stuff like that. Isla. Yeah. Her name is Isla. Yeah, Isla. All right, Gary, I... named Isla. Yeah, yeah. She's but I mean, we were both Kino. right. She's married to Kino. Yeah, we were both right, though. Yeah, I guess so. Fine, yeah. fine, fine. Yeah, Gary, that's it. Two hundred episodes in, I'm done. Oh no, they you were talk right. shit about my waifu, <laughs> and I'm gone. That, that's your waifu? God no. no, not even in that game. Not even in that game. Yeah, go for the nerd girl. You uh, know? yeah, no? maybe. You're going to go for the prince? You're going to go for the fucking Molly Ringwald in that game? I think I am, man. You got to go for the Ali Sheedy. Why? You always pick the Ali Sheedy. Well, the Ali Sheedy's final weapon does bullshit random damage, and I yeah, hate it. Yeah, but that doesn't matter when she's married to you. It, I guess it does, Gary, because what if she has to hunt for food for our family? <laughs> Wait, is in this scenario, okay, so in this scenario, yeah, Gary, are you going let's, to... Let's, invi- let's dive in. Are you, are you going to her world? I assume she was coming to your world. I think we are coming to uh, my world, but in her era, and she lives in oh, 1000 AD. During Chrono Trigger times, okay. Yeah, she lives yeah. in 1000 AD. Okay, so she does need to hunt. She absolutely needs well, to she's hunt. She's pretty advanced, though. Like, I feel like she could invent, you know, a fucking instant pot or something too. Well, like, sh- she can't invent a final weapon that doesn't do bullshit random damage. Fucking wonder shot. <laughs> the. Uh... Yeah, I, I think that your your uh, your your waifu standards are, are just different than mine. Gary, I'm just saying I can't have a waifu that I can't take into the final fight with Lavos. Yeah, so you're here. You know, no no naifu, no waifu. That's, Boy, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yep, yep, that's what I have to get tattooed on my teeth now. <laughs> I'm gonna get that tattooed on you. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get a tattoo of you with that tattoo. Gary, good news! We're coming up on the one-year anniversary of everything to Guppy. Yeah, I've gotten go you a tattoo. We should go get matching. T- we should go give each other tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a trust it. exercise! That that's that's a trust exercise. Uh, Wait, Gary, are you my wife? The world is- I, I guess so. I don't know. It's either me or Dermagor. Um, the Dermagor. The Dermagor. It's the Dermagorgon. The Jeremy Gorgon is it's one of those two two waifus. One, two. 
waifus Neil before you. Uh, <laughs> That's the worst thing you've ever said. said, y'all. Um, if you like this show, you can support the entire network at patreon.com slash TV. If you dislike it, maybe keep it to yourself. Yeah, I mean, you've listened to 200 of these. You're probably, like, you're, you're, already, you're complicit. Yeah, you, I think I think that's true. We don't need to apologize anymore because they're so far gone, you know. That's right. This is no one's first episode. It's like Callahan's Cross Time Saloon. Like we just don't we just don't talk about it. You just don't pry. Everybody yeah, and also fast at the door. Also, the puzzles are just five percent more unintuitive than I want. And when 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 everyone gets to leave their past at the door, that includes things we just said. So we are now off the hook for all of our dumbass shit because it's in the past. Yeah, we as soon really... as we've said it. It's in the past. Bricked our memories. We have we, we have memoried our switch. Good night. Good night.